Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz blow out the New Orleans Pelicans, ending their seven-game win streak. The stars of the night, likely to be Jared Vanderbilt and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, but there's so much more to talk about. An incredible night. Maybe the best performance of the year by the Utah Jazz, and we're talking about it on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone with you here as the Jazz blow out the West-leading seven-game win streak. New Orleans Pelicans, Ron Boone. Was this the best performance of the year by the Utah Jazz? I'd, I'd say absolutely, and, and I would go as far as say this is the best performance the Jazz have had at home this year. Um, they, they played a, a few very good basketball games and, and winning you know, a couple of ball games in overtime, but this basketball game here, the expectations from the, from the Pelicans, we were expecting this and, and that, uh, the Jazz took it to them. Pelicans had won seven straight coming in. Zion Williamson had just won NBA Player of the Week. And the Jazz trail the game uh, 36-35 in the second quarter. And the Jazz got Van, uh, got Zion Williamson to commit his third foul. And it's not just that Zion Williamson committed his third foul. It's the Jazz went at Zion Williamson to get his third foul. And that specific play, he's guarding uh, uh, Kelly Olenek. They The play before, they tried to run a pick and roll. They wouldn't switch it. So this time they sent Olenek down to set a pick for Markin, which has kind of become our signature off-ball screening action. And Markin and tight curls it, which suddenly leaves Zion Williamson as the guy who's got to switch out and help around the rim, and Lowry draws his third foul. So this was a conscious effort by the Jazz to make Zion Williamson play a lot of defense tonight, and it ended up causing two of his three fouls. He did commit one offensive foul. Rudy Gay took that, but that changed the game in its entirety. Yeah, he tried to play very, very hard when he came back in the ball game, David, and and uh, what he had four turnovers, averages three a ball game. But when he went out, it did change the game to the point where the Jazz just start scoring, knocking down some threes. But more importantly, those second chance points of those off, off the offensive glass they're able to get. You realize they had 19 offensive rebounds tonight. No, I did not realize that, and that's largely due to the incredible energy and effort of Jared Vanderbilt tonight. Yeah, w- without a doubt, Vanderbilt had one of those ball games that uh, just. You know, probably one in a lifetime for him. You know, eight eight of those offensive rebounds came from him. I think this is the best game of Jared Vanderbilt's career. We could have to look back, but point wise, he's you know, yes, eighteen points, fourteen rebound or sixteen, eighteen points, uh, fourteen rebounds tonight, uh, six assists, a steal, and a block. But just the constant, incessant energy was incredible. Yeah, it, it's like okay, I've had two days rest. I'm ready to go. You know. And the fact that, okay, now I'm back in the starting lineup for the second ball game, and this is where I need to be. This is the just best defensive performance of the year by the Jazz. Now, partially the Pelicans missed an inordinate amount of shots, going 4 of 27 from 3. But this is the first time all year the Jazz held an opponent to below a point of possession. And they did that in the first half as well, and the Pelicans were 1 of 12 from 3. But this was a game that, you know, we talked about in the broadcast, that this was the fourth best offense versus the fifth best offense, but it became a defensive battle. What were the Jazz doing defensively tonight and what were they doing that you know obviously the pelicans missed a ton of threes we just like it's a make or miss league but what were the jazz doing defensively that cost the pelicans I, I think first of all the pass break points they didn't get and and you, we've so, talked so often we've seen so often with zion williams taking the ball coast to coast you know and when they get running then you know it's awfully hard to stop that and then they they've been so good all season of, of scoring off turnovers uh, they had some success. They got 22 points off the Jazz, 22 turnovers. But as you mentioned, a lot of those were, were late. So 
it, it's, it all boils down to, you know, when they got certain things out there on the floor and when the Jazz were able to take advantage of it. On the other end, the Jazz offensively ignited in the third quarter to a 39-point third quarter, which was one point off their 38-point third quarter they had in Denver. What changed for the Jazz offensively that let them bust out in that third? Uh, I think, boy, it, it's, it's so hard to say, and probably a few things, because uh, Alexander Walker, let me check that, because I know he ended up with a couple of threes there in the, in the third period. The Jazz ended up with six three-point shots in that third period, and they were good shots uh, and, and really got things going. Well, Alexander Walker said he thought they pushed and they ran, and you've always thought Vando was the key of that. Yeah. I really like him when he rebounds the basketball because he doesn't look for anyone to pass it to. He pushes the ball up the floor. If you want to get some threes or if you want to get a layup, I'd run with him. You know, just take off. If he gets me the basketball, I can try to score. If not, you can always get back into your offense and get into something very early. So you look at the Jazz win tonight, a blowout of the Pelicans. Obviously, uh, kind of a 121-100 blowout win. Super impressive. Zion, the, the Pelicans really fall apart when Zion leaves the game. They shoot 3 of 17 in the final 9.25 of that second quarter after Zion goes out with Alfred. Then I thought Zion was strange in the third quarter. I mean, selfish would be the easy word to put on him. It's not usually how he plays. But this is a team that's fourth in the league or fifth in the league in passes. They actually usually move it a lot. They weren't doing any of those things. Zion came out super aggressive, but I thought almost one-dimensional. Yeah, it, it makes you think, okay, I'm trying to get my points. Or if, if we're going to win this basketball game, i got to try to take it over. And he was playing angry, I thought. And I thought Vanasunas played angry there as well. And you notice he was trying to get to the basket every time. I think he took one mid-range jump yep, shot and maybe a three-point shot there as well that didn't fall. But, uh, and again, that, and the reason I brought that up about the next ball game is that I think that's what we're going to see out of him in that first quarter. Oh, Thursday's going to be Thursday, fun. Right. Absolutely. Thursday's going to be fun. You embarrass a team like this, they come back to come get you. If you get them a second time, it's really quite a statement. It would be the Jazz winning three beating the Pelicans for the yeah. third time this season. I mean, that would be, the Jazz can go win on Thursday. That would be really quite a statement from Utah's perspective. So many guys to talk about. I want to go back to the early, early part of the third quarter as well, though. I thought the Jazz still hunted Zion. They came out, they ran the Olenek, um, the Conley Olenek pick and roll on a bunch of plays. They, they Olenek then finding Vando. Um, I, I think it's going to be really, and they forced the Pelicans to go to a zone for a little while to try to hide Zion. I mean, the Jazz really, Will Hardy's game plan seemed pretty strong and seemed like it was one that Willie Green's going to have a hard time dealing with and I would not love it if I was Willie Green in the sense that this is a little bit of a script on how other teams are going to try to play now now other teams don't have three seven footers and three six ten guys the way the Jazz do so there are some matchup things that the Jazz can do here that are interesting yeah and I'm a proponent listen if you have a score a high usage player you just don't give him the luxury of being an offensive player for 48 minutes or however long he's out there on the floor. And if you can do that, uh, make him play some defense and make him work, you know, it, it has to take away certain parts of his basketball game. And the Jazz did that tonight and got him into foul trouble. Um, and we just didn't see, but he, he's, he ended up with taking 16 shots. He's been averaging 30, over 30 points a ball game, taking 17 shots a ball game. His, in the seven-game win streak, he was taking 17 shots and 10 free throws a night. He shot 16 shots and took his 10 free throws and got his 26, 26 points. 26 points. Like, yeah. it's right on. A, like, yeah, right. For all these things, he ended up right on his regular numbers. The other one, the Jazz had 16 turnovers in the first half, which was two off the franchise record. They then committed two 
in all of the second half of this game until they committed one in garbage time. Uh, so they really got much, much better at taking care of the ball. Yeah, it, it, you know, you just have to tip your head off to what the Jazz were able to do tonight. I mean, you get the momentum, everything starts to work for you. You start make, making some nice buckets. Uh, the defense gets better, and you just one heck of a night. All right, so let me go big picture for a second because I think a bunch of our fans are going to want to turn this into a much bigger than just a single-game win. How big a deal the fact that the Jazz, healthy, they were 12-6 and six when they won in Portland on November 19th. Uh, Mike Conley got injured. They have, Since then, the Jazz have only, had only won three games, and they had lost eight. They had lost eight of their last 11. Um, they now get back to full strength with this team, and they beat the hottest team in the NBA. If you're a Jazz fan, how big a deal should you feel about this? You, you should feel good about what they did tonight. You should definitely feel good about that. You should also realize that a healthy team like the Jazz will be in a lot of basketball games and give themselves a chance to win. Do not have the luxury that some teams might have. Say Memphis, take them as an example. Very good basketball team. If Ja is out, you know, they still have a chance to win basketball games. Uh, it would it be a struggle for the Jazz to have one or boy, two, two players out in order to try to win. I do wonder whether the Jazz have found something in Nikhil Alexander-Walker as their backup point guard. I, if, if not, we don't know basketball. Right, well, he, he, <laughs> I, I don't know that he can play at the level he's played for four games, for 50 games. Like, he's shooting 60% from three right yeah. now. He's well, doing, that, that'll come and go. Right. I understand that. He, but the floor game, David, and his defense, I, I think that, that carries over to the next ball game. And super interesting, him in the presser today, I hope you heard it on our broadcast, talking about his own personal growth and, and what he's um, trying to do. I'll talk more about it on Lockdown Jazz tomorrow. All right, two stars time. This one's going to be easy. easy. Jared Vanderbilt, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Absolutely. Those two Absolutely. guys. And Walker Kessler, by the way, we haven't mentioned it all. He actually was super important because Kelly Olenek picked up his fourth foul. Jared Vanderbilt picked up his fifth foul. And Walker Kessler came in and played... 24 minutes tonight and had 11 points and 16 rebounds and got two blocks on Zion Williamson. So he actually played really, really well. Also, Lowry Markin back in the lineup had 19 points, 11 rebounds. I think Lacey said it well. Can we give out eight stars tonight? Um, I don't know who she was planning to leave out, but it was an all-around best effort of the year, and the Jazz blow out the Pelicans to end their win streak. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Postcast. We'll have Locked on Jazz for you tomorrow morning. Have a good one.